1: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode of BGN
0: Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips and share. For more information, check them out at ClipIt.tv or check them on Twitter at Clip it TV. You're listening to BGN Radio.
2: Eagles outside linebacker Connor Barwin joins us.
0: I heard you guys are the best Eagles podcast there is out there in Philly, so I'm excited to talk to you guys. Oh, what's
1: going on,
0: Bleeding Green Nation? It is episode number 211. And wherever you are out there, I want to thank you very much for listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, even Google Play. And again, those five-star reviews go a very, very long way. Speaking of those reviews, we'll get to our guests and our co-hosts in just a moment. We are, I think, four away from 100 reviews and stars and things like that. So... You know, get us over uh, 100, and we would uh, much appreciate that. Of course, as always, it is Sunday night. We are recording live from the WIP studios. James Elser is here. What's going on, buddy?
2: John, I don't care about uh, at 100. You know, what's the difference between 96 and 100? These are all made-up things. That's yeah, true. It's just, it It feels different, but it shouldn't, John. I mean, 211 should be just as important as 200. That's true. It is very don't true. Just
0: some milestones trying <laughs> to crank those up. I'm
2: just totally kidding. I wanted to get to hundred. Get us to 100, people. <laughs> I need to be there.
0: Uh, joining us one more time, and once again, as a guest, we are not uh, putting money in his wallet or anything. He is just here for the funds and giggles, and also so de- dedicated to the pod already that he's got a brand new beautiful microphone so we can hear his dulcet Sounds tones. super sexy. Mr. Yeah. John Marks, what's happening, buddy?
3: You can pay me under the table. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be legitimate. Sadly, jack. we
2: actually can't pay you, so it's good that this worked out this way because, uh, you know. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everything working for free works for everybody, as we continue to do for the most part as well. So I don't know, fellas. I mean, there's I, I still feel that there's a, a lot of animosity. Look, nobody, no one likes a loss here. But I feel, I don't know about anybody else. I feel great tonight. But based on what you saw in Cincinnati, and yeah, like how can you be upset with a loss? And uh you're one of those process, process truster guys, or you're too optimistic, or whatever. Look, Carson Wentz. Played phenomenal with the exception of one throw today, and that's you know what ultimately could say the cost him a game. Could go whatever. We can get in a large discussion about the clutch gene and all that other bullshit that kind of goes around here. But you know, for, with the tools that he had, with a with a fourth string right tackle from. The University of Iowa. Let us down today, John. Iowa let, let us down today. <laughs> big time. Uh, one running back after Wendell Smallwood goes down. You're on your third long snapper. Darren I,
2: Sprouls actually got murdered on the field,
0: which was a shame. Which is which very is true. A lot of people wow. still up, kind of upset about that. Also, maybe maybe call a fair catch and next time yeah, that there's someone that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's close uh, to. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, overall, I with the exception of maybe the timeouts. Doug and, and Wentz and everybody else, I thought the process of what they're thinking, the way they called the game and everything that ended up in a, uh, in, a in a pretty exciting football game. Got to come away then and be like, OK, nobody quit on anybody. And hey, guess what? This team needs a lot of talent here. Yeah,
2: it really comes back to that town. And, and uh, just to echo what you said, I mean, other than one really bad throw. Uh, Wenz was brilliant today, I, from start to finish, and look, I mean, he was getting pressure every single time he dropped back there, and really made some impressive plays. Like We've been talking a lot about that mobility, pocket awareness, all that kind of stuff. He kept and everything alive. He yeah. showed it today, man. I mean, the one play where he didn't have enough mustard on it to get it out to uh, I think that was oh, jun- the Not enough oh, mustard on it, but, um, but I mean, just the pocket awareness there, to, to feel that behind him and, and duck out like he did was was really impressive. But um, I'm like you, John. I'm I, At first, it was even more disappointing because I expected them to lose this game. And then for it to play out the way it did, it hurt more than I expected to. But in a macro level, when you step back and look at it, you absolutely have to uh, appreciate and be happy with the performance. I mean, look, if John Dornboss doesn't get hurt, they probably win that game. I mean, among a million other things that could have happened, they, they really did outplay them and they fought hard and and again Wentz
0: Wentz looked awesome. Yeah, and if Zach Ertz well, keeps his arms in <laughs> also real Terrence quick, Sproulson, too. I yeah. mean,
2: like you see it you see it over and over again like how many plays did those and obviously some were questionable ever, but how many plays do those Washington receivers make on the sidelines or or just these impressive catches like with Wentz like when his guys make plays it's because he puts the ball perfectly. Our guys don't make those other plays. They don't make the tough catches which you know hurts how he looks as well, it hurts the numbers, but I mean, uh, you know, it, it's just frustrating to watch those guys on the other side make these leaping and get their feet in. Back. I mean, Matthews, uh, you know, I won't kill the guy, wow. but you got to yeah. get your feet
0: down. Man. Well, there's no interception. Other- it then it, it then changes, every- changes yeah. the
2: entire game,
0: obviously. So And even so, it's just just like you're saying, like all those all those great catches that the Washington receivers are making here, I mean, most of them were like, did he catch that? Is that reviewable? <laughs> is it, uh, is yeah. it going back and forth? So I don't know, John, are you feeling a little more at least – Feeling a little more optimistic about the next season coming in, realizing that, okay, you know, you're. I, I'm not, I'm not going to still say, like, Doug Peterson's a good coach or whether he's not. I think he's earned the right, at least now, to be like, okay, we don't really need to have that discussion moving forward until probably next season. Carson Wentz, you satisfied me enough in this game. Is that how you're feeling as well?
3: Uh, yeah, I thought Wentz looked all right. I'm not. I'm blown away by anything he did, but I think he still has the tools. And it, it at this point in the season, it's it's not that it's tough, tough to watch because today was one of those classic NFC East battles that you knew something was going to go down at the end. But uh, it, it you know it's just like you almost want to fast forward and hurry up to get to next season so you can have the healthy lineman back, so you can have Lane Johnson, so you can have a receiver that actually can get open that'll make a catch. You know, I, I was watching Thursday Night Football. <laughs> And I'm watching the Raiders and the, and the Chiefs and I'm thinking like, oh, my God, the Eagles don't have any talent. On their team, like they literally have no talent. They, did defensive backfield, they don't have any talent, and they don't have any wide receivers. So I thought Wentz did all right. I, I, he didn't blow me away, um, you know. Obviously, on that last drive, if he has a, if he has doesn't have a third string right tackle, and maybe he completes the pass, and, the, the, and we have a win, and now and we're we're going crazy. But yeah, you know, it was all right. He, he had a good effort. I'm, I'm happy with it, but I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not peachy like you guys. Well,
0: oh, not, so, I'm not, so, not sold in the <laughs> sense that like, hey, Wentz is the guy more or less for me. It's just like, okay, that's the least of the issue. Moving forward, you, I think there is definitely a possibility of where he could end up with some weapons around him. He and played I guess really well. Yeah, today. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah.
2: unfair to not point out. Like I thought he played a really great game today, considering the line he had in front of him and the lack of weapons, especially when Sproles goes down. I mean, that last drive—if they have Sproles, they probably score. I mean, there are so many different yeah. things that you could put into it to say that you know, if if this, if that, but. I thought for for how it played out, I thought Wentz played really, really, really well
0: today. Yeah, I mean that's a, the, the main offensive weapon he still is. That you know, I and that's a, th- to me, I think that was the bigger discussion that kind of came out of this thing. They didn't quit. That's what a lot of people ask for. Uh, don't don't make such boneheaded moves, Doug. He didn't. So the, the, again, those two things, I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. You know, so. Let's see the discussion on I, I the problem that I think everyone's having is that we're trying to label something before we know what it is. I don't know what Carson Wentz is yet. I know that he's not a bust. I can say that. Okay. Carson Wentz has enough tools to be like, even if he's has this awful, you know, regression, which I think we saw the worst of that last week, you can still win with that. You can still deal with that. The The high sailing throws, all that stuff wasn't there. Uh, I think with Doug, okay. Is he complete idiot? No, he's not but i don't know i have no idea what that means going forward you know it's just like you win kind of each week here and there and it's and it's just been this like i don't know where, where everybody's impatient it's not just like philly, philly fans and everybody else in here it's draft twitter it's a lot of those things yeah that's what i'm saying like i don't i don't know how to label any of this moving forward and it and again just like you're saying it is i wish we could speed things up and get to the next season to see what the difference is between i mean like honestly if the Dallas offensive line and nothing else was in there at that final drive, you would got to think that even even just that alone, they would probably still end up winning that football game and previous other games moving forward here.
3: Yeah, it's frustrating to watch right now. I, I do think that Wentz is the guy going forward. And I don't, th- obviously, if he played really poorly, I could be like, okay, maybe, uh, what's going on? This is discouraging. You know, the crazy thing, guys, like with, with Doug Peterson is like, you can find a playoff coach, a coach that can get you to the playoffs. But then we remember with Andy Reid, what would happen when you would get to the to the NFC championship game? Well, a lot of times he got coached by defensive coordinators and John Gruden's and head coaches and stuff like that. So even if Doug Peterson's a good coach, is he a good enough coach to really be a Super Bowl cal- caliber coach? And that's a whole totally different story. So this is really just like year one. And now this is on Howie Roseman to get some guys, and maybe we saw a guy on the other team today, and I'm sure this is going to be a discussion all offseason, Deshaun Jackson, is he a guy that you'd bring in because you know at least he can give you that speed dynamic? you got to help Wentz out. you got to get him some weapons because once Sproles went out of the game, you pretty much had nothing. That's pathetic.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy, too. And We'll get to that uh, that hit in a little bit as well because there's a lot of people that were fired up about it right Including now. Including me. Yes, exactly. But right now, uh, joining us in studio, and uh, I call him my radio father because I think everybody gets, you know, we we sound very similar. We're getting that. But Ricky Ricardo is is here, the Spanish uh, announcer for and does the play-by-play. You can hear him right here on He's Sports Radio WP. He's up here, ready to <laughs> go. He hasn't gotten out. Uh, in, here's what I want you to do. In mm-hmm. Spanish, I want you to tell me what what went wrong today.
4: In Spanish? Yes. What, how much time do you have? <laughs> as long I, as I you want to go, Rick. I, I, I tell you what. Uh, and they lost in Spanish, by the way, just, just to make that clear. They've lost 8 out of 10 That's in true. Spanish.
0: That's true. That's
4: very true. Uh, merd. You guys are talking. <laughs> you, you came
1: very
2: close. <laughs> you came very close. Don't go there. Well, we can do that. We could say is merd this is that on podcast,
4: here. podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh,
2: we could say shit. You guys, it's yes. fine. <laughs> yeah, we Yeah,
0: yeah. It's everything.
4: You're talking about the Sproles hit?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, I thought it was. Let me tell you. Uh, was it last year, Chris Baker? Got into it with... Uh, two years ago. Two yep. years ago. It was with Foles. Okay. Yep. Last with year Poles. we had an incident down in uh, Landover, right? Didn't they cheap shot Bradford?
2: Yeah, last year I believe so, uh, yeah. They cheap
4: shot at Bradford? Yeah. That's three years in a row that we've gotten into scuffles w- with the Washington Redskins, which I don't know how you guys feel, but you know the debate is always who's our bigger rival? Who do we hate more, the Giants or the Cowboys? These last three that's five in a row these guys have beaten us. It's true. And not only beaten us, but with a certain level of humiliation.
2: Yeah, not with to cheap mention. Cheap shots and yeah. physicality and, and Deshaun you know. Jackson, too. <laughs>
4: yes, yes, and yeah, of course. The icing we'll get on the into cake, Deshaun. Uh, the the section immediately below the Eagles and Spanish radio booth. As soon as Deshaun got away from who was it that he broke away from McLean? Yeah.
0: yeah, No, 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 no. Uh, McKelvin. Yeah, it was McKelvin, you're right. It was, was McKelvin that yeah. he mm. Torched once he again. Torched, yeah.
4: for lack of a better term. As soon as he, you know, he did the backward, got into the end zone, everybody just – Looked up at my booth and started saying, "We gotta sign him again. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta bring him back." And I'm, I'm saying to myself, "Oh my lord!" Let's jump out
0: of the birthday cake one more time and talk about Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, you know,
4: oh, I get know how ready! How I'm sure we're gonna
2: out. have a lot of off-season discussions about Deshaun Jackson. That'll you know, be Why fun. you gotta bring
0: it? But yeah, it's a, well, that's what I'm saying. It's just we we were just kind of going on and on about it. It's just I actually feel, I actually feel pretty good considering. Where, where this team was last week. You know, it's just kind of like we know this isn't a good football team. We're, I'm still unsure of where Peterson's at. I'm still unsure of whence and his ceiling and what's going to be, but you can at least say that talent is still the issue. So
4: is it safe to say, gentlemen, that we were all, and I include myself in this, is it safe to say that we were all prisoners of the moment after week three of
3: this, well, absolutely, yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> How could you not be thirty four to three? Johnny Marks, you agree with that? The,
3: the, were you a prisoner of the moment coming out of the season? In, incarcerated, absolutely, <laughs>
1: incarcerated. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I was,
3: I was incarcerated, and and like James said, it was impossible not to be because it, 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 what you expected, everything was backwards. Everything was. I mean, he came out of the gate. He looked like the veteran. Now he looks like the rookie. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. No, it was it was absolutely, and also just the way they went about it because they beat the Browns handily, and you're like, all right, it's the Browns. They beat the Bears on the road handily, you're like, it's the Bears. Then
3: Monday
1: they night come football, home, yeah, though. exactly, yeah.
2: and then they come home and stomp the Steelers even without Lev Bell, like it's the Steelers, and they beat them thirty-four to three and beat the crap out of them. It's like, how do you not at least a little bit overreact to that? Well,
4: I I am still of the opinion when the when the book is written on the 2016. Philadelphia Eagles season. I am still of the opinion, I've said this publicly on several occasions, the Lane Johnson suspension, because even the loss in Detroit were, you know, a Ryan Matthews non fumble away from winning that game. Mm -hmm. But as soon as we got to Landover, and there was no lane when the suspension kicked in, the right side of the the pressure started coming from that side. I get it, Vitae has improved, and now he's out, obviously, and we saw what happened today with Tobin. But the pressure on Carson Wentz changed
0: Sped up everything. Sped up his mechanics, sped up the The eliminated the running game. Like absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: So I think we can really start to trace the regression of Carson Wentz to the Lane Johnson suspension.
0: Yeah, I I don't yeah there's
4: there's any doubt about it.
0: We've been uh, we've been saying that for a long time now, and it's just that there's it's it's you can you can make the argument now, I think, throughout this offense. You can sell me on basically any position that they need to draft. You want to find a right tackle? Absolutely. You want to find a running back? Sure. Wide receiver? Absolutely. Yes. Right yes. guard, left guard? Sure. Go right ahead. The one thing that I think that has changed for me is even though, and yes, I know, I don't want to see mckelvin out there a million times or any other kind of toaster. Yes, you can definitely upgrade that position. I think if you stayed away from cornerback this entire season, I think you. I, I would rather have the offensive weapons as many times over than cornerback, I think no, that's that's what that's where I finally kind of get there. I
2: think it's really close. You need a cornerback in the worst way, especially a, a someone who could potentially be a a number one cornerback. It's been a really long time for this city, and and I agree you need the weapons. I don't know. I'm back and forth on whether you know a, a wide receiver or a multi dimensional <laughs> running back or a cornerback is the most important thing right now. But I mean. I was staunched that it was a wide receiver, but I mean, those corners aren't good enough. There's no receivers They're just in the not draft.
4: Those, yeah, and it is a, a it might more be a couple might, in there. might, might, yeah, down the not in the first round. Mike Williams and you know, oh, I think Mike Williams is first round pick. First round, yeah, Williams. that's he what won't he's be, saying. He, he won't saying, be there when the Eagles pick.
0: Probably not, but they're all, there is also I mean like that's a yeah, way again, to go, like, can we say can we give the
2: Jags a big fuck you for not being able to beat <laughs> Minnesota today?
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously, absolutely. What eighteen to sixteen or they something? Random final. Or, they had uh, him there. Uh well Ricky, we we appreciate it, buddy, as always for so stepping in here and, and, and hanging out with us. You should do this more often, man. I'll this tell is you one, what you know.
4: I tell you what, I will right here, right now, guarantee that the Eagles will beat I'm not the Ravens game is you know, that's it's a, off the table already. But yeah, they yeah. will, at least on the Spanish broadcast, <laughs> the Eagles will beat the Giants. That's right. <laughs> on Thursday, the 22nd. Lo garantizo en español. Yes. Sangre verde. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. It's a nice yeah. little touch there.
0: Ricky, uh, Thank you. That thank was you, buddy. Sangre verde. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, I already did uh, Ricky Ricardo. But, Marks, I mean, like, this is. I'm curious on your opinion that on this. That was great. Do by you, you, you think you, you j- jack up. The offense now, like, where, where is your head at as now the, the weekend of, it is officially draft season. I forgot to mention that to everybody. Yeah. So, um, I don't know.
2: Put, we should put tap somewhere in
0: here. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that we will. So, where is, uh, I don't know, where where is your head now? What's the biggest need for
3: the Eagles? Well, the 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 leagues changed. I always believe like like uh, I, I agree with James the where the corner the corners of and Andy Reid always believed this because always, he always valued the corner, it had a very high priority on it. But I always thought that you, you get a corner, you get corners, you get corners. Wide receiver's not as important. The NFL's different today. I and mean, Carson Wentz trying to protect a rookie quarterback, the Eagles weren't down big. He threw forty-six times today. You know, I mean they did have some success running the football. And as many times as we're gonna sit here and say, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball more. They're not going to run the ball more. This is a passing league. These teams want to throw. So if that's the case, you need wide receivers. So the wide receiver that once wasn't, at least in my mind, or maybe even around the league, wasn't as valued as high, it's valued he- high now. So you need to get that guy. I, I mean, I- I'm sitting here. I'm-, I'm flipping through on red zone or whatever, and I'm looking at Mike Evans. Can you imagine Me Mike too. Evans on the Eagles? I mean, no. I, lo- I look around, for the record. Wanted kind of to move
0: receiver. up for everything to go get him Me when that too. was coming around. Just saying. Anyway, continue, buddy.
3: I'd rather have a, right now. I'd rather have a, a stud wide receiver than and corners and also were like Marcus top five Smith
2: players instead see, of so. Mike Evans. That's what they ended up with. <laughs> that doesn't do. it for Oh you.
3: yeah, that's yep. a, yeah. So weird how that happens.
0: I, and I'm you know so like I said, I'm, I'm with John. Like I, I know that people are going to say, well, there's not that many wide receivers in this class, but it's real. It's it's listen, it is going to be incredibly hard, incredibly hard. Not to find a wide receiver that's better than this current core right now. That's what I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, like, I'm not saying you got to spend one in the first round or do any of that, sure. but there are a lot of guys, interesting fellas They're in the even, second and third rounds And free that could agents. be something. And free agents, too. <laughs> They're a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody punched Zeltzer in the okay. tooth. Okay.
2: I mean, obviously, I think we all want them to go out and, and, you know, throw the world at Terrell Pryor, but that's probably not very likely based on the cap situation and the amount of money. It will cost to get that guy, Alshon, probably not very likely. But, I mean, there's a great group of that second-tier free agents, even if it's, you know, like the Anquan Bolden types from this past offseason. Like, two guys like that, you know, are going to make this receiving core vastly improved. Or even if it is a Deshaun who, you know, obviously it all comes down to price with that guy for me. Um, and and make no bones about it, he is going wherever he gets paid. So oh yeah, let, definitely. Let's, let's be real; even, it's yeah. not. You, I want to come back to Philly if you fucking pay me. Um, but uh, either way, even a couple free like whatever they have to do. I mean, we've talked about it. It's an overhaul, you know, for the most part.
0: Yeah, and uh, and that's where it's just again. I think you can sell me sell me on a lot of different things, and and just to just to get back into the game a little bit here, John is, you know, I I don't know where I think the the biggest mistake. In this entire football game, was probably actually the punt return, right? I mean, that's. I think that's the yeah, most. the uh, block in the back. I don't know if there was another single moment in the game where you're just like, oh man, that just cost the Eagles. Yeah, well, more. and the red zone interception.
2: Yeah, those... and the ma- like the combo. It's really the combo of the Matthews not getting his feet down and then the red zone interception right. on the next
0: play. Yeah, I don't know what what uh, what was the biggest thing that went uh, wrong uh, for you, Marks.
3: Well, I, I agree with you. The the momentum and, and this has happened on a couple times where I know Brandon Graham on two separate in two separate games. He had an all-sides penalty that kept the the defense from getting off the field and they, they went on to giving up a touchdown. And it was one of those momentum killing plays. Now, obviously, you return a punt for a touchdown and you get that wiped off the off the scoreboard. That's tough, but it really did kind of shift the change. I felt good about where the Eagles were going at that point. Uh, they were looking good. Wentz was playing well. The defense kind of had a little bit of a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, um, you know. It's it's so tough because once you once you know that your team isn't good enough, and technically they could have made the play. Everybody knows they're not going to the playoffs. Everybody knows that they, they a lot of the guys that are here right now aren't going to be with the Eagles when they make their run. And it's it's almost like I took some of the emotion out of the game today. And when when Sproles got popped on that punt re- on that on the punt return when he got nailed, uh, yeah, you, know, you definitely get the emotion back, and you want to you want to go kill one of the Redskins, but. You know what I mean? It's it's like I wanted you know, to
2: kill them just to echo that. There, I literally wanted to jump through my TV and kill that dude. So anyway, sorry. Whoa, yeah,
3: something. yeah. Everybody <laughs> at my house was yelling and screaming, "Suspend them, throw them out of the game, all that stuff."
0: Yeah, it's kind of interesting how that after it settled down and and people started talking about it, it was just uh, Michael Kendricks was one of the guys that was just like, oh, I wanted to go over there and 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 kill that guy." And then somebody I can't remember who had mentioned was like, "Yeah, but you know, Darren Sproles didn't call for, for a fair catch." at that point, yeah. and, and he goes, well, all right, I guess that kind of changes everything. Yeah, Jason Peters even commented the same thing. He's like, yo, man, I was I was ready to go fight somebody. I was going to go kill everybody on that squad. I didn't care about anything until I remembered, if I go and do that, there is literally nobody to play left tackle. Yes, so I, yes like, that's right. I reserved oh, yeah. myself, and I was like, okay, that was going on. Yeah, it was definitely a – Definitely a heated moment, and, and even so, like, I, I just start thinking about all, all the other little things, too, it, especially down the stretch. You know, Washington makes that fourth down conversion on what I think, and only complain about the the post game is they made us wait about 35 minutes for Doug Peterson to come out and only the game was about six minutes, so wow. I didn't get a question in there. I wanted to know if they were going to allow him to score on purpose. It looked I, like... I,
2: well, I, I kind of, like, I was happy they did score, yeah, they that was the had best a chance. Thing. It was yeah. the best thing, but... Also, just in addition to that, I don't think that Crowder play was a catch. I know it got a, called a catch, like that didn't look like a catch to I me. Mean, it looked like feet down, boom, the ball was moving, and it came out. Like that was kind of weak to me, and obviously the just the whole snapper saga that was. I mean, who yeah. you know? It's like one of those things where you just think about John Dorenbos being the snapper for fourteen years or whatever, and you don't think about. Oh shit, what if he gets hurt? <laughs> how much that affects
0: yeah. it. And like that's complete. that also affected you know, everything.
2: Everything. Like, Selig like is it. Mean, yeah, it, then it you're changes, only three points. It changes it, everything. It. it changes the way you attack, the way you play offense, the decisions you make. It was just it was a really big injury.
0: Yeah, and there's just like there's so many things that you're you're trying to pin it on. You know, and, and it's it's like everybody. You're trying to pin it on everybody else. Oh, it's all Carson Wentz's fault because he didn't do it or Doug didn't call the game. Like, those are the, ma- the two mainstays that always kind of come back to it. But there's a lot of other missed things. I mean, the, even the – I will say, even the rest kind of changed the outcome of, of what was happening there on that fourth and one before they even try and convert and let them score there. Sorry, the time ran out. It there, was ran out. There, there were zeros. There were zeros, zeros. Totally before agree. he called that. So I don't, you that know was who knows what happens on a fourth and sixth? Who knows? They probably end up converting anyway. But, and it doesn't but, really matter. But that, but that but was a big play. Sure. It's a it's a it's a huge, huge uh, play of the game that kind of comes down there and you're just sitting there thinking, yeah, it's crazy. And who would have thought, John, that no. Trey Burton <laughs> 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 it's just like James said, it was gonna be your long snapper because at one point I, you know, I was looking down there with binoculars, and Michael Kendricks is warming up and doing. Oh yeah,
2: it. they showed that on TV. Oh, they, did they too? They okay. showed it, but like yeah. it, it seemed like it was like tryouts. Was yeah, I it imagine? was like all right,
0: who's going to do it? And Dave Phipps' face was like, "Oh my fucking god, I can't believe we have uh. to do this." You know, and every time that Kendricks would snap the ball, it would like a foot short of where he needed <laughs> it to be, and yeah. then there it is. But Donnie Longball comes up. And-
2: Huge, as tree how burnt does selling does that. snap with his gloves on though? Like, wh- I have what, no idea. Like, what was that? Like, that's like, I feel like that's long snapping one oh one, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: don't, like, don't, don't put it. go. Uh, yeah, mark grace it at all at all times when you're long snapping. No gloves ever. But yeah, I mean, like, how
3: crazy was that today, Joe? It was fun. It was actually like one of the, the fun points of the game because Trey Burton, who, by the way, Trey Burton had a pretty good game. Really he seems like game, that, yeah. he seems like that. He's a guy that Doug Peterson really likes using and Carson Wentz feels comfortable with. But he just kind of. So the, T, the TV camera shows him doing like two or three snaps and he gets it and he, he pops up. He's like, All right, let's go. And like immediately you kind of had you, you kind of had uh, faith in him yes, because it's like, point. yeah, Trey Burton can handle it. Just <laughs> the fucking ball he <laughs> so snap the ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you can,
3: you can gotta get, yeah. You, you can, can do anything, Driver. Yeah. He, he can, can play, can.
0: yeah. That, that's what needs to, i think we all need to like we need to come up with a bit every week now of just like what can't trey burton do or <laughs> what can't trey burton do you know it's just like yeah it's like uh i can uh play center i can also uh, massage your grandmother i can you know do yard work when uh whenever need like he is johnny on the spot for a lot of things and yeah he's you know that's what he came out and said. he's a quote i was uh, excited to play it was just, i'm excited to take advantage of every opportunity that i can get on the football field. So, you know, you start thinking of as as much crap deservedly so, by the way, that we give Howie Roseman and a lot of those guys about some personnel decisions and chips included in that too – you know, that's a UDFA that has, has really kind of benefited a lot of uh, the, the both head coaches thus far. I mean, yes. like he was Johnny on the spot. Just like he was saying, I think, it, what did he end up with? Six six catches or seven catches for 65 yards yeah, or something seven like that? for them?
2: 65 is what it, Maybe even eight for 65. Some, somewhere
0: in that region. Mr. Reliable. So, I mean, like that's, I, yeah, and I'm not saying, honestly, like when you're when you're going back and forth between Zach Gertz and you basically have the same production level, yeesh, you know, like so that's, that's that's where you're kind of at with a lot of this stuff. Well, with
2: a, a perfect example is Jordan Matthews, and and what a difference it looked like with Jordan Matthews out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. But that play, and I don't want to kill the kid. You know, it's a, he didn't get his feet down. Whatever, he had a really nice game. They're probably not in that position without him making some plays on that drive. But but the fact that he couldn't get his feet down was a, was perfect example. Like a number one guy, a, a great receiver, or even a really good receiver. Gets his feet down that spot 100 times or 99 times out of 100. Like it's just awareness, it's just, you know, body control, all that kind of stuff that Matthews, while he's a really nice player, isn't that kind of guy. He'll never be a number one. And it's evident when you watch him.
0: Well, it goes back to your point of just saying, like, to me, when, you, when you're talking about like long snapping one-on-one with gloves, like that's what exactly. receivers do that constantly in yes. and out. They drill. It's just like tap tap those toes, tap those toes, tap those toes. And you're right. Like every every big throw. Jeremy Macklin was phenomenal at doing Terrific that.
2: Terrific at yeah.
0: it. You know? so like you have- San
2: Santonio Holmes. I mean, we saw in the well, like Oh, yeah. Like Kid me? Yeah. Those t- I mean, it, but, but you're right, John. Like that should be like Jamison Crowder. I'll bet you makes that, you know, gets his feet down. Guys like that, it's just like Matthews just isn't. A great receiver, and they, and it just is what it is, and he certainly makes a big difference in the offense because he can catch a football, and <laughs> yes, and, yeah. and he is he's very good at, at kind of like Jason Avant, like at finding holes in zones and knowing where to be to you know find a seam and get open, but like just like how many times did Wentz have like seven, eight, nine, ten seconds and no one could get open? Like yeah. that is an indictment.
0: Well, it's also baffling to me that you know even on those scramble plays. Where he's at, like where Kerrigan's I I forgot who he out. Was it uh, was it Baker on the other side that he outran at one point when he was he yes. was looping. Yeah, Baker. so he outruns Baker, and there are not one, not two, not three, but four wide receivers all hugging the same yeah. sideline, yeah. and, I, and I I accidentally yelled. Out, I was just run, run, "Run, down the field! Like, just get open, go on the go route! Like, that's what you're supposed to do." It breaks down. You have now another two seconds. Like, Sprouls and everybody were sitting there. There was there was nobody, nobody that was ten, you know, ten yards anywhere around the, the back of the the, the field. And Aaron Rodgers would have had a heart attack. Yeah, he would have been he'd like, like,
2: "Point, yeah." Goal. He would have like, like, you know, probably grabbed face masks and been like, "Run the
1: fuck around! <laughs> just get out it! Yeah. You know. Dude. But do it's crazy something
2: because that's the point. A cornerback cannot cover someone for that long. Like it's impossible, it's impossible. All you just have to put some effort in and run back, zigzag, whatever you got to do. Just get get a little bit of space open, and when the quarterback has the time, he will make that play. Nobody does it.
0: So as we alluded to here, Marks and everybody, and it's it's the Deshaun Jackson special where. It's three catches or four catches or whatever. Whatever he ended up with, couple really nice plays. A, a buck and uh, you know, t- and then he makes it. And, uh, I mean, like, let's just be honest—an outstanding ball tracking touchdown. Like that was. That was. So, so you're just there and you're like, God, oh, damn. And I know that everybody reacts to like, see if Deshaun Jackson was here, this team would be good. And I, and to a degree, I mean, like, I, absolutely, this football team would be probably win one or two games with Deshaun Jackson here. That's I'm not questioning that. My question is. I, I don't understand why people want to then immediately go okay, resign him. So what does what does that do for your football team? In really, in the in the long term, I mean, there's only we we have seen the best of Deshaun Jackson, and now he's probably going to get older and and do all that other stuff. I understand that, uh, you know, anything would be better than this this wide receiving core here, but. It's still a ceiling. I mean, like, what, what? do they make the playoffs now if Deshaun Jackson's here? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't see it. If, as, if he's a compliment to everything that they do in the off season, I'm fine. But I, I'm blown away by the expectations of what Deshaun Jackson would do in an Eagles uniform again.
3: I just think it's a, it's more or less like you're just trying to move it along and you're right. So if, if the Eagles are are in 3 years for four, or 4 years they're competing for a Super Bowl. Is Deshaun on this team? No, he's not going to be on this football team at th- 33, 34. He's probably if you if you sign him he's here 3 years and then he's gone. Maybe he's here a fourth year. But Is he solving the issues with this offense, to your point, John? And he's not. And Jordan Matthews isn't either. And Howie Roseman has some really, really big decisions because Jordan Matthews is going to be a free agent. And you're going to have to decide, and now he signed through next year, but you're going to have to decide this offseason – Is he, you're going to send him into 2017 on the final year of his contract. You know, agents and players don't like that. Are you going to look to do, to to do an extension with him? You look at what Tavon Austin was paid by the Los Angeles Rams. And this guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you look at Jordan Matthews' numbers are actually better than he is as a player. But if you look at his numbers compared to a guy like Tavon Austin, who got four years and forty-two million dollars, he's like double the amount of receptions, touchdowns, yards. So you're gonna have to pay this guy. It's not like he's gonna be around. It's like, yeah, well, he's a good number too. No, you're gonna have to pay him because players <laughs> make a lot of money in the in the NFL. And I don't know if he's a guy that you, you that you want to pay, but you really don't have a choice. So it's 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 a really really tough choice. And Deshaun Jackson's not saving the team. Yeah, Everybody's I I'm,
0: gonna remember that. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm staying away from him, James. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, if, if commitment Look, and things and everything I'm price staying away. And from.
2: Commitment. Look, if 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 Deshaun goes out on the market and every other team says the same thing and they're like, you're not gonna be fast that much longer, you're 30, you're gonna turn 31 this season. Like, nah, man, you know, so if, if you can get him for a couple of years yeah, at, sure. you know, six, seven, eight, whatever, like, fine, yeah, sure, cool, whatever, short term commitment. Totally down with that, but I agree. I think for the money that at least he's likely going to get or require or expect – uh, I, I'm definitely yeah.
3: Well, well, he's like a 25 million dollar player over three years, probably something like that. Like maybe 20 guaranteed, and you're playing the yeah, other it's too guys. Much you're, for me. you're you're, you're paying the top go, yeah, free agents yeah. a lot more.
2: I'd rather go pay Anquan Bolden five million for a year or something. Yeah, you know or, that type of guy,
0: or even just like that's what I'm saying. Just form a hybrid of two wide receivers that you could equal the same amount of production. Like Kenny Stills is out there. Yes, I'd rather have that. You know, me too. I mean, like it's it's not that hard to achieve a deep threat that can do. Make one or two catches a game downfield, and that's really all they're all they're doing. I'm not. Yeah, I, I mean, of course, Deshaun Jackson's a little better than than Kenny Stills is, but not by much. I mean, it's no. pretty much the same yeah. the same kind of the the skill Stills set that's going younger to go, too. going through there. So that's what I you know we've seen that before. I mean, like it wasn't even with those guys there. Yeah, sure, it would have been different. I I still think that there's there's a lot of parts where this team. It ends up short. Like I, I hate going going back and rehashing a lot of this stuff. Yet yeah, what's done is already done. Is LaShawn McCoy the best running back in the NFL? Yes, it is arguable. Has that well, impacted? Has that imp- I'm just saying some people do. It's not on arguable. That, on that, path. What, he's you think?
2: one of the best. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, okay. depending on him or you Bell or win whoever. You can't put him above Lev or Zeke or sure, David sure. Johnson. Like, yeah, right it's,
0: it's it's whatever you can say. But is it top five back? Let's but has say. that really helped? Buffalo win football games? Yeah. No, not ultimately. You know, it's the same thing. It's Jeremy Macklin helped Kansas City? No, it's really their defense and and, 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 Ty- Ty- and, Ty- and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and Tyreek Hill, who's, uh, again, you know, for the, man, oh man, it's, it's so weird. I, I had a feel like those are guy,
2: types of guys you know? that that really seem to get and have been undervalued. The Tyler Gabriels, the Tyreek Hills, yep. those type of weapons like that. And, and Sproles, for a really long time, was undervalued. And obviously a little bit different type of guy, but similar ish in the sense of you know at one play they could just do a little Sutter step and be gone you know yes um so I think that could be something that maybe could could start to change the value of those types of guys and look I, but on the flip side we look at a guy like Tavon Austin who's supposed to be that guy and and certainly hasn't been
0: yeah and it's and I think that's what basically is in this draft. A lot of those guys that I think would be undervalued because of whatever schools they went to or whatever's kind of happening there. And maybe you can find a gem throughout there. Of course, Ben Deton is going to join us a lot (laughs) moving forward, especially in January and February with draft breakdowns and a lot of that stuff that's moving forward there. So, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I I can't really think of anything else to tackle other than, you know, I I think that there's going to be a lot of overreactions and uh, underreactions from what Carson Wentz did and what he is and, that kind of moving forward, I think that's your main sticking point today. Is he really played his ass off? I agree with James. I mean, they're not—they're not even anywhere close into that football game with only one running back, with only you know two and a half wide receivers, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Paul Turner's making his second start, which, by the way, you know I like him, and he earned that right to be there. But I mean, come on, guys—he yeah. was—he was covered by linebackers today, pretty handily. <laughs> so, like, let's just relax from that. But Mark, do so you have any any other final thoughts or things we missed this afternoon?
3: Oh man! When is this season over? That's, that's <laughs> right all I'm now. Thinking it's right
2: all now. done. It's all done. <laughs> January first, uh, I think. Sadly,
3: uh, is that right? I mean, it, it is going to be well, interesting. It's done because, for intents and purposes. Because it, it Wednesday... St- like. It, it's a shame that you don't have younger players on offense that you can actually throw out there and see, like you said with Paul Turner. Paul Turner, I'm sure, is a nice guy. But like you're not looking at Paul Turner and evaluating him and being like, you know what, this kid's for real. So like you have Carson Wentz, and then you really have a, a, a lot of lame ducks on this team. So just try, to keep, just try to keep him alive, Wentz, alive, depending on what's going on with his line, because he took a couple shots today. You, I mean, th- this Washington Redskins team, I really hate them. I oh, do, yeah, man. Start- I mean, I I hate this team, man. They're bastards.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah so I hate them so much.
2: I, I think it's oh my the, God. I, yeah, it's, and they're
0: racist. Yeah, that too. And and it's just they're trying to get into that. I don't know. I said it last night. It, it was like they're trying to get into that conversation of of being a rival with somebody. You know, like they, they they haven't been for a long time, and now they're starting to like smell themselves a little bit. Look, I I think the silver lining, at least from the game itself, is they're gonna pay Kurt coupons. A lot of money, and they're going to stick with that guy and... Kind of have that move forward and and do all those other things, but I got some other final thoughts, James. But any, anything else that's uh, on your mind here?
2: Yeah, I have six quick final thoughts. Hey, I, like, I wrote I like them six all down. Quick, yes, final first one uh, from flipping to red zone and commercials. Dick Stockton, way too old to be doing any <laughs> football games. He needs to stop. He is awful. Second, Kevin Burkhart kind of looks like Spike Eskin a little, little bit. bit. Have you ever noticed that? Th- thought
0: the same. Yes, thing, dude.
2: very interesting. Right. Little okay, little bit. I'm happy you guys. Thing. I thought you guys. My thought it was crazy. I noticed that.
0: Also, real quick. Probably the best ca- uh, broadcaster for football right now, He, I'd is, say. he is
2: terrific. Yeah. He's great at the Major League Baseball when he does the uh, stuff with A-Rod and Beat Rose. He's really good at this stuff. Um, all right. One, oh, I had one more football thought. Fletcher Cox. Hey, hey, that's right. Yeah, so Just a quick shout-out. We haven't mentioned his name. I figure we got to show him Shown up twice up. on this. Sec- okay, three more things. Uh, Iowa. Oh, bum, bum, ba, bum. <laughs> um, okay, funny text exchange I had with uh, my... It's actually pretty funny that the name of the text chain is Tressway Markets, hmm. which is really random because we we're playing Washington today and it's a long story. But anyway, uh, it's with my brother and, and two of uh, my brother's two best friends. And um, he texted. One of them was like, uh, oh, you know, t- fucking Trey Burton, yeah. And my brother's buddy goes, yeah, but can he do magic? And I wrote back,
0: he just did. And I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs>
2: oh, uh, I thought nice. that was pretty funny. Nice. And then last one, fuck you, Washington.
0: Yeah. I'm good. No, that's a, that's that's exactly right. Look, I think there is... There's going to be a lot of discussion. I'm already hearing it on the post game show in the fifth quarter that's going on here about. Again, it's the same it's the same things that we've been hearing for the last couple of weeks. Doug lost this game. Unbelievable. What a piece of shit. Fire him. He's never going to beat this. Carson Wentz <laughs> never going to be that. Stop quoting That'd me, a, John. Uh, I'm right in front of you. Jeez. <laughs> you know, it's all this and when are we going to get a finally get a super bowl worthy coach? Look, again, I don't know where exactly the ceiling is for either one of these guys, but I think they've once again proven that again today come see me when Carson Wentz has a number one something on the offense I just want to reiterate all of this again because he played his ass off today he looked phenomenal really and the the thing that sold me the most is in his press conference once again did not waver once about the hits which you know very well. He's like, man, fuck this shit. I can't wait <laughs> to get an offensive line. Never once complained about the the shitty shot to his knee, yep. which should have been called. Should and it would have been called, been called for Why anybody.
2: Why did not call anything on this kid? Just because he's a rookie? It's outrageous. Sorry. It it's a, sh-
3: a couple shots to the head. Yes. I don't know if you remember that. Where yeah. It was, it was blatant. And, and, and it's it.
2: been all season. And, and we yep. heard the one time they're like, oh, well, you got to earn that. Tr-. Fuck. Are you serious?
0: Yes. And for a guy like I think my, James and I and, and Ben and a lot of people that were very skeptical about this kid coming in and like how overrated it is to be tall and white and be smart and like <laughs> shut oh, up like I, awesome. I, I I get all that stuff but this kid really does it does have it mentally yes. like just laser focus and said tough it, and and. any question that they fired at him like one one after another of just like how disappointing it was this or do you oh the question was don't you think that doug said that was your best game ever do you did you feel that way doesn't matter we lost exactly man that's what we've been begging and dying for in the city for a long time somebody goes you know what i don't give a shit it's on me we lost I, that's all I care about. We found that guy. We found Joel Embiid beating his fucking head against his against his own fist, being that upset and and wanting a guys that can play up the competition. We've been in a dredge in Philadelphia, been trying to find the next superstars. Somebody they're going to hang their hat on. You look at the Flyers. They got a guy named Ghost Konecki and Provo- Provorov that are all doing the same thing. That want to be out there and want to do this shit. The light is almost there, folks. It is right on the horizon. You just got to be a little patient. This team's fucking awful. We knew that coming into this, somehow our expectations changed and went around. And yes, we are to blame that too. We said, oh, they'll fucking come here and run this division. They'll be five and one. And guess what? We forgot that the Eagles were the weaker part of the division. (laughs) Also, fuck you to everybody who's saying that the NFC East is one of the best in the the country. There's no way that is possible now. It is evident. And I can't wait for the Giants. Uh, What are they playing tonight? Cowboys, yeah, tonight. Okay, so when they get the the shit beat out of them, and that will happen, and then all of a sudden everything regresses back to the mean, you're going to realize that the NFL is pretty weak right now and that the Eagles are indeed, Howie, I agree with you, ahead of the game when it comes to replacing quarterbacks, talent, and everything else that's going there. They're in an arms race with Dallas now, and this is a very important offseason. For John Barcher, James Elton, of course, our good friend, John Marks, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. BGN radio number 211, right here on bleedinggreennation.com and BGNradio.com.